Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on on the Joe Pag Show today. We've got Rudy Giuliani on. Going to talk about the race in New York. It's kind of a no-brainer between Kathy Hochul, the unelected governor. Well, she was elected lieutenant governor, not, not governor. Took over when Andrew Cuomo left in, uh, in scandal. And she just doesn't seem to think that crime is a thing in New York and, and has been avoiding it. And Lee Zeldin is the Republican. And uh, we, we, we just break down exactly what it's going to take for such a blue state to go for a Republican governor. It's looking pretty good. So good that Hillary Clinton's out there lying. you got Barack Obama out there lying. They're just lying her asses off. But here it is the Friday before the midterms. So a lot to talk about there with Rudy. Also, Attorney General Ken Paxton will be at the bottom of this hour. I'm going to talk to him about what's happening in the state of Texas. There's a lot of blue coming into Texas, especially the big metropolitan cities, the big urban areas. And Ken Paxton's having a a bit of a tougher challenge. I think he's still going to win, but a bit of a tougher challenge um, because there's a lot of money he had to spend in the primary taking on George P. Bush. And suddenly it looks like there are Republicans that are not pushing for him even in the general, they're pushing for the other side or staying out of it, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. We'll talk to him in this hour, and uh, we've got a lot more going on as well on a Friday. I'll give you some strings. Horn section. Yes, you know it. Is Carrie back? She uh, is. Absolutely, so... yes, she is. Good to have you back. Good, good day yesterday. Well, we didn't win, Friday. but I got Thank to God see my kid play, so that was good. Thank God it right. is Friday. We'll talk about it in a second. Come on, Bob. Friday. Thank God it's Thank God Polo's it here is too, Friday. As well as Sam. Let's make it a free speech Friday. Let's go. Free speech Friday. Ah, uh, freedom. Uh-huh. Bring it down. Monday through Thursday, I decide what we're talking about. On Friday, I still decide what we're talking about, but you've got the opportunity to call in and talk about whatever's on your mind. I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. A lot of you trolls that like to go on YouTube or Twitter or whatever, and, oh, you don't know anything, and you're stupid, and you're big, fat lion face. Bring it. You a bunch of cowards, bring it. Happy to mix it up with you on a uh, on a Friday. 888-941-7247. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. All right, so uh, you posted the pictures. Sun looks great, and mm-hmm. it was the last game of the year. It was, yeah. That's it. I never it ask if they won or lost. I always just ask, was it a good day? Uh, well, then, yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes. So now, uh, this was JV. Is he going V next year? He is. You ready? Yes, yes, yes. He'll be ready. What, what year of school is he in? He's a freshman. Okay. All right. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go, man. Bring yeah, it. So, uh, so cool. So you're you're a proud mama. So now of you're going to work the entire week for the rest of the year. That's not the story. Oh, oh, boy! I didn't think about that. That's a, a pressure, tough one. Huh? A That's a tough one. Uh, I guess it looks like yeah. They're stuck with me for five days a week. Oh, eh. but uh, we'll no. figure something out. We'll <laughs> You'll work figure on the something out. Okay. We'll see what's going on. Thank you. All right. I want to get into the Paul Pelosi story. And although I sent you the story, I don't want you to read it. And then okay. you sent me a story. Yeah. And I will want you to relay that after I play the actual NBC News story as it aired. <laughs> I'm going to play the story because there, maybe you knew this. 
Well, there's information in the story I didn't know. Did you know this information? No, I did not. I did not. I, I didn't either. Yeah. And again, now what we've been told, even Barack Obama yesterday was saying that if you call people, if you call abortion demonic, then you're basically telling people to hit other people over the head with hammers. He, he really said that in Arizona. This is how desperate they are. Um, but if you don't know the Paul Pelosi story, it's one week ago now that at 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, something like that, a 911 call was made or some sort of a check on the well-being call, and um, the police got there. Now, what we were first told is a third person opened the door and let them in. And then they go into wherever Paul Pelosi is, and there's this other guy, the pape, the pappy, whatever we're calling him. He, he's there in his underwear. Now, they've changed that to where he wasn't in his underwear. But anyway, underwear guy. They're struggling over a hammer. In front of the police, the guy hits Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer. That's what we were told initially. Carrie, that's right, right? Mm, yeah, yes. No, we don't. Now they said there wasn't a third person. And now NBC News did some journalism. And, well, you'll, you'll hear what the result is afterwards because somebody got scared at NBC. They were like, oh, damn, we're doing journalism. We can't be doing that. <laughs> so, um, so this guy goes out there. This reporter goes out there. He's at the Pelosi home in the San Francisco area. And this is the report they put out today on NBC. This isn't Fox. This isn't OAN. This isn't Newsmax. This is NBC. Craig, good morning. When officers arrived here at the Pelosi home exactly a week ago today, they initially didn't have any idea exactly what was going on. They knew they had a high priority call on their hand. What was unclear, what was happening inside the property just behind me. This morning, Paul Pelosi is home, back at the house that became a crime scene a week ago today. NBC News learning new details about the moments police arrived. Sources familiar with what unfolded in the Pelosi residence now revealing when officers responded to the high-priority call, they were seemingly unaware they'd been called to the home of the Speaker of the House. After a knock and announce, the front door was opened by Mr. Pelosi. The 82-year-old did not immediately declare an emergency or tried to leave his home, but instead began walking several feet back into the foyer toward the assailant and away from police. It's unclear if the 82-year-old was already injured or what his mental state was, say sources. According to court documents, when the officer asked what was going on, defendant smiled and said everything's good. But instantaneously, a struggle ensued as police clearly saw David DePap strike Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer. After tackling the suspect, officers rushed to Mr. Pelosi, who was lying in a pool of blood. What we do know is he brutally attacked Mr. Pelosi and attempted to kill him. After spending several days in the ICU, Pelosi, who is recovering from a fractured skull and serious injuries to his arm and hand, is now home where Capitol Police remain on alert. Investigators have previously said Pelosi did not know DePap when the 42-year-old broke into his home. Why Pelosi didn't try to flee or tell responding officers he was in distress is unclear. Fear takes over. Fear freezes people. This morning, the 82-year-old, lucky to be alive after an intruder nearly killed him in his own home.
Law enforcement, tell, law enforcement officials tell us the bottom line here is this was a terrifying situation. We still don't know exactly what unfolded between Mr. Pelosi and the suspect for the 30 minutes they were alone inside that house before police arrived. Officials who were investigating this matter would not go into further details about these new details. Craig All right, so, so that's from NBC News. There's a reason why I played that whole thing, because we, A, found out that Paul Pelosi answered the door. B, answered the door. I mean, why would a bad guy let him go answer the door? Hey, let me go grab the door, David. Hold on a second. I'll be right back. He goes and answers the door, doesn't act like he's in any sort of distress, turns around and walks back to where the assailant is, walks back to where to where the bad guy is. Why, why would that happen? Why did it take a week for us to find that out? But the real reason I played it for you, because I could have just told you that. Kara, I could have just told him that. You could have, yes. The reason I played it is because that story is no longer available online. Now, you've got the reason why NBC pulled it down, don't you? Uh, I believe so. I believe there's a reason for it. Uh, this is from the Daily Mail. NBC News has pulled a bombshell report that claimed Paul Pelosi did not tell responding police officers that he was in danger just before he was injured in a hammer attack at a San Francisco home last week. The clip posted by the media outlet early Friday morning cited sources close to the investigation that claimed the husband of U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi did not declare an emergency or say he was in distress when cops showed up at his door in response to his 911 call. The report by Emmy Award-winning journalist Miguel Almaguer claimed the 82-year-old walked back a few feet from the officers and into the foyer toward David DePap, 42, who had earlier broken into the home armed with a hammer. As Pelosi reportedly took steps away from the responding officers and in the direction of DePap, they saw him bludgeon Pelosi with the hammer, the report claimed. The NBC News report also stated it was not clear what Pelosi's mental status was when he reportedly stepped back away from police and that responding officers were seemingly unaware that it was the home of Nancy Pelosi, who has a security detail and was in Washington, D.C. at the time of the attack. The report, which differs from the court documents filed earlier this week, was published Friday morning. By early afternoon, according to the New York Post, the report had been pulled with the explanation. The NBC report from Friday was taken down with the explanation. The piece should not have aired because it did not meet NBC News reporting standards. Paul Pelosi was released from the hospital on Thursday and returned to the same San Francisco home where he was attacked a week ago. Thank you. Okay, let's break that down. The guy's an Emmy award-winning reporter. He does a report that actually appears to be giving us information. They even put this this lame doctor at the end. Oh, when fear takes over, you don't know what you're going to do with fear. You know, they're wondering why Paul Pelosi didn't say, hey, glad you're here. There's a guy with a hammer who I'm afraid of. He didn't say any of that. Just opens the door, lets him in, goes back to where this other guy is. Um, and then, I mean, just to sort of cover their bases, they have some, well, your fear takes over and your brain freezes. The guy's brain didn't freeze. He said, hey, come on in. Open the door. So NBC airs a factual, what appears to be factual report. And then, you know, somebody called from the Capitol. Said, what the hell are you guys, beep, what are you doing over here? And and suddenly it it disappears because the Emmy Award-winning reporter did not bring a report that, that held up to their high journalistic standards. Now, let me see how clear I can make this. Because I've worked in newsrooms. Some would say I've won awards for journalism. What? But, right? Tell us more. Something mm. I never talk about. Mm-hmm. You don't air a story until a producer looks at it first, 
The executive producer looks at it first. The anchor sees the story, whatever. Generally speaking, in a newsroom that wants to uphold a high level of journalism, they're going to make sure somebody's eyes see it, especially on a network level. Are you kidding me? At NBC News, you think this guy just filed that report that just said, press play? Somebody saw it before. Somebody said, go with it. And then afterwards, they made him the scapegoat that it wasn't a high standard of journalism. We just got more insight into what actually happened. You know what was never mentioned in that report? Not even for a second. Trump 2024. Trump won 2020. MAGA, mega, MAGA, ultra MAGA. None of that was, was, was reported. None of it. None of it. And th- this actually gave some insight into what really happened a week ago. And it doesn't sound like Paul Pelosi was afraid of the guy much at all, which is kind of crazy. Um, I'll get your thoughts on this because obviously we've been lied to about this since day one. I'll get your thoughts on this. They're using it. Obama's out there using Clinton's out there using it. Uh, Hochul's out there. Everybody's out there using this on the left, pretending like some MAGA nutjob went and, and hit Paul Pelosi in the head, which didn't happen. So your thoughts on this. And then when we come back, I've got a Hillary Clinton soundbite about crime where she just whole cloth lies through omission about crime Basically saying crime is a Republican thing, it's not a Democrat thing. Your thoughts as well. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Coming right back. This is the Joe Pags Show. All right, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. It's the Joe Pag Show for your Friday, a free speech Friday, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247-JoePags.com. I often implore those who think they're Bobby Badass on their keyboard, Bobby or Betty Badass, who've got something to say either to the crew via email, to me on Twitter or any other social media. Everybody's a tough guy. I, I love these people freaking out on YouTube that I somehow don't have a source for Trump offered ten to 20,000 um Capitol, uh, the National Guard to the Capitol on January 6th. I love those those people because none of them have a brain. And I triple dog dare them to call the show. You know what I mean, Carrie? I would love that. I think we all would love that. Like, it would be interesting fun. Interesting conversation, yes, fun to say the least. On a freaking Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It would be great. Uh, 888-941-PAGS. It would be great fun. I, we need fun. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And other F words for the fun. Oh, that and would again, be a lot of fun to say. Right? But but that, you here's something funny, and you know this is true. If I say frickin', I'll get somebody to email me now. I know what you meant. Okay, I'm not allowed to say, I'm not allowed mean... to say frickin'. I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> oh, come on, people. That's a little too so I can't even make euphemisms for words I can't say on the radio. That, that's 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 the rule. Hmm. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. BOGO is back. It's back just this week. You've got to take care of this right now. And a lot of people got a holding. They said they, they, they've done this. They've gotten their Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifiers. The BOGO is buy one, get one free. You've been waiting for it. You've always wondered if, it, if this thunderstorm can work. You've heard me talk about it. So go and try it out. You buy one, you get one free. You buy two, get two free. Buy five, get five free. You're going to get an equal amount free when you buy a certain amount. Okay? The thunderstorm is going to completely eliminate any odor. Even the worst odors like pet, cigarette smoke, urine, cooking odors, it doesn't mask the odors like those sprays. The thunderstorm is going to seek them out and destroy them, and that's what you want. 
Now's the time to order. Eden Pure's buy one, get one free sale is just this week only. Over 265,000 have been sold and countless more um, will go out the window too. And again, you're going to buy these, you're going to plug it, you're going to say, wow, this is amazing. Five-star reviews all over the place. You know it works. 265,000 plus have been sold. So go right now to the website, EdenPureDeals.com. Put in code PAGSBOGO, P-A-G-S-B-O-G-O. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code PAGSBOGO, and shipping is absolutely free. Okay, we got to, We have to do the Hillary Clinton soundbite because uh, Hillary Clinton is out there lying about somehow crime is a Republican problem. I want people to be safe. That's not the Republicans' argument because, of course, if you look at real crime statistics, which they're not interested in examining, uh, the states with the highest crime levels are states run by Republicans. That's just a fact. We saw that, you know, very clearly in the recent debate in Oklahoma for the governorship when the Democratic candidate said, wait a minute, you know, the crime rate in Oklahoma is higher than it is in New York, and nobody wanted to believe that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't want to solve a problem, whether it's crime, inflation, or anything else. They just want an issue. You know, when given a chance to govern, they don't want the responsibility. We saw that during COVID at the very highest levels of the Trump administration. So when they talk about crime, you know, they're just uh, trying to gin up all kinds of fear and anxiety in people. Lying liars that like to lie. Hillary Clinton says that crime is a red state problem. The problem is it's a sin of omission. Carrie, you've got the actual statistics for the top 30 highest crime cities in this country. What do you have? From Fox News, a new study reveals local Democratic officials and Soros-backed prosecutors in cities and counties are responsible for the rising violent crime rates in otherwise red states. The study debunks recent claims by Democrats, including Hillary Clinton, that rising crime rates are due to policies pursued by Republican or Trump states. The Blue City murder problem, a study published Friday by the Edwin Meese III Center for Judicial and Legal Studies at the Heritage Foundation, found that of the 30 American cities with the highest murder rates, 27 have Democratic mayors. Within those cities, there are at least 14 rogue prosecutors, either backed or inspired by billionaire Democrat supporter George Soros. Authors of the study, Charles Stimson, Zach Smith, and Kevin D. Diarinata, concluded whether a state as a whole voted for Donald Trump or Joe Biden has nothing whatever to do with the homicide rates within its constituent parts. The high murder rate almost, is almost exclusively cabined in cities run by Democrats and with Democrat district attorneys, many of whom are Soros-bought and paid for rogue prosecutors or inspired by Soros. Groups like the egregiously misnamed Fair and Just Prosecution and other battering rams of the movement they wrote okay so hillary clinton lying through omission she knows that she is you've got george soros funded da's that are not prosecuting crime letting people out on no bail and you're seeing crime go through the roof in blue cities yes missouri is a red state st louis has out of control crime with a soros da so it's a blue city run by a a soros da that's the problem clinton knows this but she's a liar And she thinks that you're going to buy her lie. If she says the lie enough, you're just going to fall for it. Facts are the facts. 27 are blue cities out of the top 30 high crime cities. And of those cities, many are run or prosecuted by or lack of prosecution by DAs funded by George Soros. That's the truth. So when somebody tells you it's a red state problem, you ask them, okay, now now do the cities. Let's break down the top cities for crime. It's a different story then. 
and the real truth comes out. Hillary Clinton has been a liar her whole life. Why change now? 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We come back. Going to be uh, Attorney General Ken Paxton on the Joe Pag Show. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show.